0: What is a critical conversation? A critical conversation is a conversation that that reveals
1: important context, not only about ourselves, but about other people.
2: Critical conversations edify, heal, and provide substance. Join Latanya Harris-Gooden as she introduces us to critical conversations, right here on Trailblazers Radio. Hello, everybody, this is LHG. I am just coming to let you know that I am an independent paparazzi jewelry consultant. You didn't know that, did you? Well, now you know. So I would love to be your personal jewelry lady. Paparazzi is an amazing company. We sell nickel and lead free jewelry. We are known for our $5 bling, but you just need to know there is an exclusive Z collection that's $25. It's the bling of all bling. when you're really going out with the town that you want to show up at absolutely fabulous so we have items for women for men and for young fashionistas out there we don't discriminate if you need it i'm sure we got it have the opportunity to follow my page on Facebook called Polished On Purpose a VIP group, follow my personal page, because tiny here is good and I have my own website that is at your disposal 24-7 so many ways to shop, so let me be the one that makes sure you are accessorized the way you should be because I want you to be polished on purpose my mentor always tells me, when you show up, people are checking you out. They're watching you. So why not be polished? Be poised. Be purposeful. Glam it up with pop, honey. I got what you need. Well, well, well. Here we are. Here we are. Where are my girls at? Where are my girls at? Good evening and welcome to Critical Conversations Presents. I'm so dramatic. I'm so dramatic. Girl chat week glad Get in here, get in here. And it's girl chat night, but this topic touches us all. So if the brothers be ear hustling or tuning in under the radar, we ain't going to put you out. We ain't going to do y'all like that. But come on in here. As you saw and as you always see, I am a paparazzi consultant. A tiny hair is good and at your service. Let me accessorize you. Yeah. I'm going to put my website in the comments. So if you want to shop with me online, you are always welcome to do that. Welcome to tonight's show. I did put my eyelashes on. I do not know how long they will be hanging out tonight. Um, but right now there are special guests. Uh, so they're they're on, okay? I also brought my grapes. Y'all been trying to eat more fruit, y'all. I brought my grapes. It's about 22 good grapes in here. And I give God glory for every single grape because I've been eating these red seedless grapes. Thanks to my daughter. She got me hooked on these. And I grew up on green grapes. But these red grapes are good. They're expensive though now. Why it costs so much to be healthy? Why? Does it cost so much to be healthy? Write that down as a whole topic, okay? Because we pay good money to be organic and gluten-free and everything else free, taste-free, calorie-free, whole different show. But good evening to you. I hope y'all had a good day. Y'all tell me if y'all had a good day. And if y'all didn't, I'm going to pray for y'all right here and right now. Come on in the room. Come on in the room. So tonight... Before I get into our topic, we got a couple of announcements to make. And as you come in, let me know you are here. And y'all go ahead and like, share, subscribe on YouTube. Trailblazers with a Z radio is on YouTube and Facebook. I need you all to go like both of our pages in both of those places. Also, Critical Conversations with LHG on YouTube. All right. So let's uh, go ahead and share. Subscribe, get those notifications going because I want you to be in the know because we bring some terrific content, some amazing discussions. If I do say so myself, we are a pretty darn good team. So I want you all to be in the room, okay? Also, tomorrow night, look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, tomorrow night, the Trailblazers team comes together to celebrate the birthday of none other than the evangelist, Simone Austin Extraordinaire. Her birthday is actually this coming Saturday, but we got all of our schedules online and we're gonna be here tomorrow night at 8 p.m. as well, Eastern Standard Time. And I would love for you to get in the room. If you've ever watched any of our shows, Simone is in 98% of the comments. And she pushes us and she supports all of us equally, even our businesses, podcasts, everything, anything that we're doing. If she knows about it, she's pushing it. So we are celebrating her tomorrow night at eight. I need you all to be in the place. She's an amazing young lady, sweet and kind and funny. And yes, so we're going to spend some time with her tomorrow, beginning our spotlight on our supporters series. Just making sure that we take time to say thank you to the people who support us. People don't have to be nice. People don't have to be kind. They don't have to buy your product, listen to you talk. They don't have to do none of that. Y'all don't have to do that. But because you do, it's important that we turn around and say thank you in a, a, a big way. And so, moment if you are out there, we love you. Looking forward to tomorrow. And celebrating your birthday so next announcement this week starting august the 4th the global women's health summit brought to you by the campus of care Uh, And my sister, Dana McKellar-Intaka is the CEO there. This summit is going to be amazing. It's a three-day experience. There's breakout sessions and discussions and different things going on, Um, speakers. If you do not know about the Campus of Care, you need to follow them on Facebook. And this particular Women's Summit is the second annual one. First time being a part of the team. Thank you, uh, Dr. Dana, for allowing me to um, be a part of this process and getting prepared for this event. I'm going to have the information on my page. I suggest you go on Facebook and follow the Campus of Care and follow Dana McKellar and Taka. I'll put her information in the comments as well this Women's Summit brings together some of the brightest and best speakers from across the country to discuss issues that pertain to women, such as our public health needs, legal needs, and more. So there's partners, there's patients, there's providers, there's all these people coming together to unite, to put on this conference, to deliver information that is going to be useful to us as women uh, and for marginalized people as well. That's what the Campus of Care focuses on. If you have tuned in to the Lemons to Lemonade podcast on Thursday, I and Dana do host that together. So yeah, LHG is getting around. Y'all keep me in prayer. So that's that starts the 4th. It's the 5th and the 6th, and there's going to be a finale concert and fashion show. So I will put the flyer on my page, but please follow the Campus of Care, which is on Facebook, and keep your eye out for the Eventbrite links, okay? Next, on August 26th, you have seen Lady Teresa Callahan on the show She is bringing back Brunch Ella Part 2. And the theme is AI, not artificial intelligence. That's already getting us in trouble. But all... And this is a brunch for women, a business mixer, a time of impartation, encouragement, motivation. I've been doing the woman, Women in Business series. You're going to be able to network with other people, get your cards out, uh, spend time um, really hearing from other business owners uh, on the strategies it takes to be successful in business. And I'm not talking about some high in the sky What did they say? Strategies. I mean, some basic principles of doing business in excellence. That's August 26th. So if you're in the metro Detroit area, you want to get your tickets. And today, today only, look at your neighbor and say, today only. She is offering a $10 discount off of tickets. So follow Teresa, T-R-E-S-A Callahan, on Facebook. She's got the flyer. She's got her link. I'll post it too because it is a day you can get a discount off those tickets I attended last year. It was phenomenal. Absolutely amazing. So you all know with this being Girl Chat, if I know about the event and it's someone that I trust, I'm bringing it here. Hi, NJ. Thank you for coming in. I'm bringing it here. So we already went to K.O. event. Brush After Dark, that was amazing. She came here, talked about it. Teresa Callahan, uh, I'm going to air her interview with me soon, and you'll learn more about the event. But today, it's $10 off, August 26th. So I just want to make sure, hey, cousin, y'all rolling in. Hey, cousin Kenyatta, I hope y'all had a great day. Listen, NJ, you ain't. Li- I don't even know why I got these eyelashes on. I wanted the intro to be be cute, and I brought my grapes. I brought twenty two grapes to accompany me for nutrition, because I don't know what's gonna go on in this room tonight. Sometimes it just be like that on Girl Chat Weekly. I want you to tag some sisters. Can you do that? Get some other girlfriends in here. We're going to talk about oh what needless pain we bear. I need my lap cloth. I need my plus size lap cloth right. Now, because it's going down, so we can come all the way up. So, we got our announcements out of the way. Tag and share, subscribe, help me get my viewership up as well. Tina Maria, hello, and thank you for joining. Hello, hello, y'all coming in here, and I love y'all so much. We're gonna pray and then we're gonna go into the topic of release, letting go, and This is something that, um, it's a sensitive subject, but it's really a process you're probably going to have to go through on a daily basis, depending on where you are in your walk and where you are in this process of change and new horizons and new beginnings. I don't know about you, I can only speak for me. Uh, shifting is happening, change is happening. I'm being moved from one place to another. The carpet has been pulled off. And it's like either you're going to fight or you're going to take flight. One or the other. So this is going to be, a, it's probably going to end up being more than tonight. Cousin Kenyatta, I have to have a plus size lap cloth because my lap happens to be plus size. Y'all's may be thin. If you need a thin lap cloth, NJ will make whatever y'all need. I want to wrap myself. I want to wrap my circumference. I want to be a cocoon in mine. I want to cocoon myself so I can lay in the corner and be fully, fully covered. Fully covered. My sister's in here. You coming up, sister? You staying down there? <laughs> All right, y'all. I'm just saying, Kenyatta, my particular, my lap cloth has to be plus size. Y'all can get y'all a little band-aid if y'all want. Hey, Coco, NJ said, yes, the shift is happening, whether we be one or not. So what I want to do first is pray. And I want to break this into chunks because I really want to take our time with this. Y'all going off about my lap cloth. Your lap cloth LHG is about to be a full, <laughs> full razzle-dazzle. <laughs> you know me well, honey. That thing going to light up. I want a monogram LH and a G. It's gonna light up, plug me up, honey. Battery operated lap cloth. Okay. Quick plan, okay. Lay me down in lights. Hey. Lay me down hey. In the light. hey, my sister is here. My look, my my backup is here. But we're Thank gonna play yeah. and, play. and I I got this broken down, and I'm gonna try to stick to the notes. But you know how we do. It's gonna flow how we flow. But I always I do come prepared. <laughs> I always come with something. <laughs> But we're going to see. After the weekend that we had with, with this one right here uh, in the delivery room,
3: Listen, we don't know
2: how this is going to go tonight because, look, the nuggets have been dropped. And please don't think that I named this release because of a bad thing. Sometimes you're so close to something good, you just want to get every negative thing out the way so bad. Because you can taste it. You can feel it. You just know that God is getting ready to move. So you just don't want no barriers. Y'all want nothing in the way. So release is not a bad thing. Release really is a good thing. When I say up and out, it may taste bad when it come up. But baby, your belly going to thank you when that thing come out. Oh, yeah. It's going to say, whew, because we've been drinking ginger ale and trying to figure out why we've been sick in the stomach. Because there is something in it that probably shouldn't be. There's some toxicity. There's some connections that we have been coveting and holding up. Let me pray because y'all y'all play too much. Let me go. Let me go on and pray. Let me go on and pray. Okay, NJ, you want to come in? I'm gonna send you the I'm gonna send you the link right now, right before I pray. Bear with me. Y'all I'm getting ready to send this to this link to NJ. Bear with me, y'all. Thank y'all for coming in. Please like and share. And We're going to get started. All right, sister. I'm sending you this link right now. Okay, done. You got it. You got it, sister. You got it. All right, so let's go. Father, in the name of Jesus, part of me don't even know where to start because there's so much that I want to talk to you about. But first of all, before I go really deep, I just really want to thank you because... You really have been good. You really have been kind. You really have been a promise keeper. You really have been a way maker. You really have been everything I really need. I just ask that you forgive me for not realizing that I've already had everything I needed in you and just didn't operate in the wisdom to totally depend on you. So God, distractions do come. And me and being the person that I am, my, my focus can seem to be off. But God, I'm coming to you tonight just asking you to forgive me for whatever moves I made that were outside of your will, for whatever connections I held on to that were never godly in the first place because the flesh took the front seat and I put you in the back. I'm sorry because I don't never want my communication with you and my relationship with you to not be authentic and genuine and pure. I love you, Lord. I wouldn't be who I am without you. And I thank you for the ups, the downs and the in-betweens because it really is all a part of the process. Yes. And I'm learning how to trust the process as it's processing. God, the screen been spinning, but you've still been moving. And I'm not going to hit the back button because I could erase where I am and I have to go backwards. I'm tired of going backwards, Lord. This is the time where I want to move forward and I'm bringing my sisters with me because there is so much that we need to be doing. And I don't want to be busy doing stuff that I chose to do and not choose to do your will. So tonight, my request is always simple. God, I just need you to be here. I just need you to show up I need you to meet us here, fill us with more of you, and help us to launch and initiate this release of whatever we have been holding on that's been making us sick, sick in our bodies, sick in our minds, sick in our spirit, sick in our decision-making. God, I just come humbly tonight because I know that things have got to change. And even though I don't personally like change, these changes that you're sending our way are necessary for growth and development and to launch us out so that we can really get what we've been asking you for. I've been asking you for a bunch of stuff, but really ain't been doing it your way. And for that, I ask for forgiveness. Forgive me for not forgiving others. Tonight, I finally come to grips with the fact that I've been picking and choosing who I want to forgive. And that's not biblical at all. I'm not missing Jesus over holding nothing against another human being. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that, Lord. So we're going back to the basics. We're going back to the basics of you fearfully and wonderfully making us. We're going back to being in prayer with you and in communion with you and not being so easily deterred By everything, the wind blows our way. Every tree branch, Mm -hmm. every leaf. We've been distracted by every little bird flying around. But my focus is on you. And as I focus on you, I just believe you will handle my business. Yes, God. You will handle everything I need because I'm focusing on you. I can't do it in my own strength. I'm not that strong, God. I can't do it in my own might. I can't do it in my own power. I need your spirit yes, to totally rewire us down on the inside. We've been taught to be everything, to everybody, to let everybody lean in and lean on, but we have literally been dying inside. And I will not leave this earth prematurely. Hey God. God, I only wanna leave when the expected end arrives. And in between now and then, I plan to not just live, but enjoy my life. Yes, God. God, we plan to enjoy our being. We plan to enjoy each other. And sister, we plan to, in, to walk in our calling. We want to leave here empty because we have poured out. Everything you gave us to pour out, we have impacted every single person you appointed us to impact. We've finished every assignment that you assigned to us, that you assigned to us. Yes. So, God, we just ask you to touch us tonight. Each and every sister and brothers who might be sneaking and watching, they need a release to win and discriminate. We all need a release. And this might even be a daily process. So God, help me to do this daily if I should need to. And I'm going to always give you the glory. I'm going to always give you the praise. I may not get it all right, but I ain't going to hold back my praise during the process. Because you've been just that good. You've been just that wonderful to me. You are a merciful Savior. Yes, God. And I owe you me. I owe you everything. And I'm not holding it back anymore. So, God, we thank and praise you for what you're going to do and how you're going to manifest yourself, even in this podcast tonight. In Jesus name. Amen. See, I don't even know how I wore these. Excuse me. Yep. They got to go. Uh-huh. They didn't you tried everything. We, we tried it. We tried it. We tried it. Yep.
0: Okay. Last,
2: we got through the intro. So I um, we're going to put them over here on, on the sidelines. My grapes are still here, but the lashes have left the podcast. <laughs> I do have my grapes. NJ, we're gonna bring you up.
1: Yeah, I can't see her in the in the like a picture though. And we got some- the- the camera
3: working. Hello, ladies. <laughs> Hello,
2: ladies. I still got my voice, Coco. I know. I know I know the girl. Glory <laughs> to God. Glory to God. Kenyatta says, hello, MJ and Coco. Hello, Kenyatta. Tina said, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord, Sister Tina. Kenyatta said, amen. And Tina said, in Jesus' name, amen. Listen, so what led to this? A lot of times we feel heaviness and we think it's just a physical thing. A lot of times we feel sick to our stomachs or migraines and, and some of us take medications for different things and maybe it's just not helping because it's beyond a physical thing. Many of us are carrying things in our minds that are manifesting in our bodies and if and if I can put it like this if you've ever watched a Spike Lee movie that's Spike Lee glad that's real slow that Malcolm X did when he, he kind of knew he was getting ready to get assassinated. Mm-hmm. I have felt like that. I have literally felt like I was doing that spikely glide. I didn't know what I was coming towards, but I'm like, I just don't like how I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. And if y'all can 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 relate to that, get in the comments and y'all can okay, yeah, it's it's the glide. It's you're not you're not really feeling 100 percent you, but you know who you are. But it's like, where, it's a Twilight Zone-ish glide. It's a, what in the world is going on? So I know for me, for LHG, I am the kind of person who, I love people. I am humorous. I love to have fun. I love to enjoy life. But none of those attributes have taken center stage in the last year and a half. In increments, they do but I haven't consistently been able to operate in everything that I know LHG to be on a daily basis. Even in the mornings, I've had to wait to come out of bed sometimes. Like you got to get up. You will not lay here depressed. You will not. And even today, as I was preparing to release, the enemy got hurt, got hold of 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 the stream yard. And said, Oh, she's gonna release. I'm gonna throw some darts in front of her. I, heard, I got the invite, the must have got the invite on his computer. And he decided, Since she's gonna release, I'm gonna throw some stuff at her. Oh, you want to release, okay? I'm gonna throw some stuff at you. Have like, y'all ever experienced as soon as you declare something, as soon as you decree something and get mm-hmm. the courage up? Like, come on, come on, Neville, come on. I mean, you you want to fight, you ready? And then, whoo.
1: Well, see, this is the thing you gotta remember. That as soon as you say what you're going to do, the enemy holds it. So sometimes that's why you got to move and do things in Yep. and just spontaneously do that. That's
3: good. Right?
1: Because when the enemy takes a hold of it, he's like, okay, well, this is what you say you're going to do. So you know what? I'm about to try you in it. I'm about to test your faith in that right now. Yeah. To see if it really is where you say it is.
2: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You're right. You're right. And, Nakori, I'm going to take you off mute because we was getting a little bit of echo. Have you experienced that as well as soon as you make up in your mind? And maybe it's something you say out loud or maybe it's something in your mind that I'm going to do, that I'm going to change. It just seems as though that same day, if not within that hour, NJ, something comes and just like shakes you. Have you experienced that, NJ?
3: So yesterday, <laughs> or day before yesterday, after I did the after I spoke with Simone
2: okay
3: um and after I did the podcast with Simone, I've been having shoulder issues for a little bit of a while uh, because of my job and other past jobs. Mm-hmm. As soon as I've ended the live, I went to get up mm-hmm. and my shoulder popped. Woo Jesus. And all I could do, honestly, my children were looking at me like, okay, mommy is officially losing it. <laughs> because I started to laugh when it happened. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, God, even in the midst of my storm, in the midst of me going with, going through what I'm going through, mm-hmm. I still decided to encourage my sister. Yes, you did. And because I decided to be obedient to the assignment because she specifically said at the beginning of her podcast, she's my sister's going through, yep, which y'all have no clue what she's going through. Mm-hmm. But I called her to encourage her and before mm-hmm. the the hello was finished, she was already encouraging me See? And then as soon as I got up off the podcast, my shoulder popped to the point. You currently can see my shoulder kind of bulging out. But I refuse to, and I told you earlier, I'm going to be on a podcast. I'm not going to be in it. I'm going to be on the podcast. Mm
2: -hmm. But
3: I had to give the devil a smack in the face.
2: Come on. I had to.
3: Because he's had me in a chokehold all day of pain. And I refuse to allow him to shut me up. He I tried like when that. I woke up today to take my voice back away. Not so. Not so. Not so. You you had you you played that game, you tried it. Try some else. Mm-hmm. So you came with the shoulder, but you're not gonna be able to take my joy from me, period. Ooh i don't care what you throw at me i don't care how many times i got to step away from my children because i'm having a moment and it's just getting a little bit too hard because as i because my lovely amazing lsg sister (laughs) told me that i need to journal on a regular basis because i got to get it out of me instead of keeping it in me because it's going to come out the wrong way even as i was journaling i had to stop because the pain got so bad i was sitting there crying but it wasn't gonna stop me because God was giving me things to write down. Ooh. It, it, I don't care. The struggle is hard sometimes. Yeah. The struggle, mm-hmm. you can even be having a good day, and in the midst of I was walking in the store and I smelled old spice. If you gotta be old to know about old you spice. You got to be old, honey. <laughs> but my daddy used to wear old smite spice. Okay. And I smelt it, and I had to walk around the corner because um, I felt it about to come out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I refuse to let the devil in, Jesus. I can't anymore. I've been there. I've done that. What's next, Jesus? What's that? Ne- what else? You her have?
2: daddy wore that too. Y'all, daddies was walking around smelling like honey bay ham What? With,
3: what with the? What the aftershave <laughs> on?
2: Burning his skin off.
3: But it's and it was an older man that walked past me, and when he walked past me, he said, "Excuse me, sugar. Only my daddy used to call me sugar." Oh wow! And Jay, you could have wrapped me up in one of them rugs. I was done. Oh wow! But I needed a reminder, Nakori. You can get through this. Yes, yes. So yeah, I've been there. Come on, after Shay. <laughs> I, I I've been, been there,
2: David. In 2023,
3: <laughs> they don't know nothing about that. But <laughs> <laughs> it, it was the deacons of the church with the little change that's coin, a, coin Deacon, thing Deacon that was Deacon attached
2: Jenkins, to that. Woodrow Jenkins. <laughs> yes, that's
3: what we were Deacon Cletus Woodrow Jenkins.
2: That's that was the,
3: my dad. That's daddy the one that still
1: go to the barber shop and get shaved with the straight edge. Yeah, yeah with the, the straight edge. Head?
3: Yeah, what they yeah. suit, what they suit still on. Yeah, that was my daddy. But I've been through, I've, I've been through the 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 storm. But I don't care how hard it rained. God is my umbrella. Yes.
2: Yes. yes.
0: So common. yeah,
3: I've been there. I'm glad I'm not on camera because you know I'm a whole mess over here. But it's okay.
2: That's all right. You made it. So so sisters, here's the deal. I broke this down in chunks when it comes to release. This is probably not gonna be the end of of this discussion, but tonight I wanna deal with release from the past. There are a lot of people I'm learning on this journey of overcoming um, anxiety and depression and the ruminating thoughts of past trauma. It's a lot of people out here that have dealt with this secretly. And they're sitting next to you in your churches. Yep. They're shouting on cue when the organ goes in C flat. Yep. Okay. They're hikamahian and obashatayan and laid out in the floor. Yep. But they're going home so torn up that they can barely maneuver through life monday through saturday what you are seeing in the pews is an imposter Mm. Mm -hmm. many of them and i'm i was taught growing up that you had to put on this this for lack of a better word facade Mm -hmm. and pretend that everything is okay when we go Mm -hmm. to tell none of our business little girl And let me just preface it with, I love my family, my parents, parents do the best they can in the time they live with Mm -hmm. the mindset they have. Mm -hmm. Okay. So by no means am I saying my parenting was wrong because you have to look at how your parents are parented.
0: Mm
2: -hmm. I parent From what I know, my mom and dad parented from what they know. And some parents don't even know or have connections with their own parents and they got passed around the system or had a grandmother that was supposed to raise them or an aunt. So some of our parents didn't have parenting at all. They went from house to house. So you got to realize and part of the release process for me is I have to now say i forgive them because i can no longer live my life in the space Of unforgiveness and blame them. I'm grown. I'm a whole 40 plus eight. Y'all hear me? Mm -hmm. So when you talk about release, you have to literally make a decision. I don't care how bad it was, I don't care what it did to you, who didn't protect you. Y'all, this thing is in the Bible if I am going to be forgiven, it don't say forgive if it's not that serious of a a, a transgression. Forgive only if it's up to a level three. But if it's beyond level three or it's level three and up, you can just be mad for your whole life. It doesn't give those kinds of conditions. So a lot of times, the lack of release literally keeps you in a state of stagnation. And you can be praying, you can be doing a whole lot of good things, but until you release whoever you are holding responsible for what has happened to you, because they hurt you so bad, how could they? Oh, I've, I've had all the conversations, honey. I got a whole notebook of therapy notes. They're called podcasts now. Okay, but until I finally say I have washed my hands of this unforgiveness, I'm never going to achieve the level of freedom that God really does want me to achieve. I'm not saying I have to reconcile. Hear me. Y'all have watched the forgiveness coach on this show twice. And she was very clear. What she said, forgiveness and reconciliation are not synonymous. They're two different things. The forgiveness mandate comes from God. If you're able to safely reconcile without further damaging yourself, and you're doing so maybe under the guidance of spiritual and clinical treatment, then that's up to you. I have to get over the hump of forgiveness first. I have opened up communication um, because at the end of the day, our parents are just that. They're our parents. They were the reason that we arrived here. Now, whether or not they were the best, I'm not the best. I'm not the best parent. I was telling NJ earlier, I pray that my daughter doesn't have to deal with all of the stuff that I have talked with um, and my life, the anxiety, and oh my goodness, I don't want her to deal with that. Hey, CVO Shonda. Hey y'all, Te- definitely catch the replay if you need to. But we we just getting into it. You're right on time. So with release said, I forgive everyone who hurt me, either directly or indirectly, because sometimes you hurt more by the, the person who didn't protect you than you were by the person who touched you because the person who touched me didn't have a vested interest in my life or as my parent did sometimes that kind of hurts more than the act itself but at the end of the day it's gotta all be forgiven come on in here y'all listen this thing is deep but understand this Forgiveness is not saying what they did was right. Forgiveness is not saying I would have made the same choice, different choice, none of that. It's simply saying I'm releasing them and I'm releasing me. You. That's all i this is just released tonight, y'all. Letting it go. Now, I am not saying that I'm gonna be able to just forget, but the rest of my life has to be focused on moving forward it's been too much back back backpedaling and going back into it depression is the ruminating thought of something over and over and over i have to release this cousin says yes my sister is in here she says so late definitely gonna catch the replay hey y'all hey Danielle says, in the forgiveness, I had to learn also, once you have forgiven them, you have to make sure you forgive yourself. Danielle, that's the part that I am going to have to really work on. Because when I first heard that, I'll be honest, I said, that don't make no sense. Why wouldn't I forgive myself? But when somebody has told you that what happened, you was your fault. Of us began to believe that, but what you had on was too revealing. But what you, what was you doing in front of my husband? What what was you just just that was your father? So at some point, I was like, Let me think about that. I know that is true, but if you heard that stuff over and over, it can make you second guess your part in this. And I don't like when people say. It was everybody's fault. I'm not taking no blame for what happened to me. I'm just not. As a six or seven year old innocent kid, I'm not accepting not None of the blame. But I'm getting ready to release all of it. Because I cannot live like this in a cage. I have been living in prison in my mind, in my body because I have not 100% gave this situation over to God and said, I'm washing my hands of it. And I have to apologize because I've given more publicity to the negative part of my childhood. It wasn't all bad. It wasn't all bad. Look at who I am today. Even without my eyelashes, child. I'm okay. Even without my even without my good wiggle, honey. Child, I came turbaned up. I came turbaned up today. So I am gonna forgive myself. But I'm also forgiving myself because I held on to it so long, Danielle. I held on to it for too long, sis. Because I actually kind of got conditioned in my anger. Some of us just get used to being mad. Can we Can we just tell the truth tonight? Can we? Thank you, Kenyatta. I love you. I love you, cousin. We got a comment here being imprisoned in, in your mind and body are a dangerous thing, it can handicap you in so many ways. Yes, when you are imprisoned or you perceive that you are. I know how the why the cage bird sings. you ever read that book, sometimes the cage ain't even locked, but it's a perception of imprisonment because you don't know what anything else feels like. I've always I've lived my life. In the back of my mind thinking. Does she really love me? I'm just going to try to be the best daughter I can. Until I couldn't take it no more. So here I am at 48. Here I am with anxiety. Nope. Here I am. Saying goodbye to anxiety. Saying goodbye to depression. Because the recipe to release this. Yes, medication helps, and I'm not going to stop taking it until I know I should. But on the other end, you got to do some other stuff. You got to make some decisions so that you don't stay on this medication forever. You got to stop falling into the traps so you can let this thing go. I don't want to be imprisoned by mental illness forever, and I won't. I will not. I won't. So this is just the opening of a new way of living because some of us have become comfortable in our anger. We put it in our closet like it's a a coat that we just want to put on and we put it on and we wear it. Yep, my man, she wasn't right. Why'd she do that? Mm." Yep, that's right. It was her. She was wrong. And we get indignant in it. It becomes a part of our speech, a part of our language, a part of our every day. We eat anger. We sleep anger. We, we breed anger. We bleed anger. Yeah. But you can't do that and be a believer. That's not how it goes. It's not how it goes, Coco. We've been hurt. When we've been hurt, we tend to live life in an ever alert and angry state exactly and you know what that ever alert and angry state can do to your mind and your body it's going to kill you and tell you apart every day it can tell you apart
1: it'll have you
3: Ooh. second
1: it'll have you literally doubting and second guess everybody that comes around you you will think it. that you will think that there is nobody that you can trust come on with you, you'll think that there's nobody you can trust with your heart and your feelings.
2: nobody you'll think
1: that you'll think that everybody is just gonna dog you and everybody is out to to mark you in some kind of way. And at the end of the day, you have to um... let 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 me say this about mental illness, and some people can agree to disagree, okay It's a spiritual thing. um and I say that because. It's spirits that are attached to these, these things that people got going on
3: mm-hmm.
1: and why, how I know is because if medication could cure it, people will be cured, Period. right?
3: And yes. so a
1: lot of people, a lot of people don't look at it like that because wow. first of all, how can you have been, um, you know, uh, let's just take a person who's safe. They've been on anxiety meds for the last 25 years. Mm-hmm. You gonna tell me that there is no part of your life where you feel so free that you don't feel like that anymore?
3: Wow in and
1: and almost 30 years. So it's it's taking you almost 30 years of medication and there's still there's still no fix.
3: Wow. There's still
1: no different because you're still having the same anxiety issues. They don't change, they have not got better. So not only are you going and taking all these medications, but now you also got a therapist that you halfway listen to, and so nothing. About this situation is changing for you, take yeah. a person who's supposedly schizophrenic per se. you give them medicine that's supposed to calm down the schizophrenic thoughts. Tell me how a medication is controlling somebody else's thoughts. Not yeah. possible. This is a spiritual situation. Mm-hmm. Why? Because it's the the demonic entities that are attached to these spirits that cause this to happen to people, right? Why not sit here and think about it at the end of the day it's something that has now been attached to you. People want to say, oh, well, it's in the family lineage. Well, somebody need to break the cycle because at the end of the day, I'm not going to keep getting attached to your mess that I didn't know about. And it happened in the family line 60 years ago. Right. It wasn't thought about then. Right. So I'm going to break that because
2: that's not coming this way. Let and me address so, this comment. Yeah. So. It says medication only exacerbates the system symptoms. Yeah. I will say this. Medication has its place. But if you're not going to change your thought process and use other tools to help you overcome the mental illness whether it be spiritual tool, clinical tool. And for me, you know, it, it comes together for me. I need Jesus and therapy, big, biggie size. If you're not going to agree to a plan of action, both spiritually and clinically, you will forever be on that medication. Matter of fact, you probably would get so, your body would get so used to it. It probably ain't even doing what it used to do 20 years ago. Because right. your body like, well, it's candy, it's, 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 it's Skittles now it's skittles now that's why i don't tell anyone not to take it but my question is what else in addition to that are you going to do to change your way of thinking like this morning's anxiety attack it wasn't that something bad was happening i just simply got overwhelmed by what was happening and anxiety is just things move a little faster than they probably really are and, mm-hmm. and it's a perceived threat so mm-hmm. all i had to do was step away do something different for just a minute and i started talking to myself it's not that big of a deal lhg you really are overthinking this go get your notebook and make a plan make a plan have a plan so the comment says i agree with that additionally we had to dive deep to comfort and embrace the little boy or little girl that dwells in us. That little boy and that little girl has to be released to fully become the adult that you are. If that little girl and little boy, okay, Danielle's a video on YouTube. Okay, I'm going to find that cuz I probably didn't see it in therapy. When that little boy and little girl has not been able to properly process what has occurred move past it into full adulthood you're almost kind of stuck in between time periods mm-hmm. it's almost like a a, a twilight zone-ish position because you can't move forward in your adulthood but you know you can't go back to be a kid again and redo it we can't redo time Right? there's no button even though every netflix hulu rulu and voodoo has every kind of movie that says but if you go walk through that portal you would be in 1812, that's, that's not real people. We can't go back there. Now what therapy will do is help you mentally go back there just long enough to make it make sense mm-hmm. into what's happened to you today. Because many of us are so stuck mm-hmm. in the anger, it's coming up in our marriages, it's coming yes. up at work, it's coming up in our decisions, it's coming up in our friendships. It's coming up in so many other aspects. We haven't addressed it. So- right. What group are you
1: talking about, Danielle? Well,
2: let me go back to her comment. Where is she at?
1: She said, what's, what's the group name? I'll drop it. What hey, yo, gonna- you can hear me, sweetheart. What group are you referring to, hun? When
2: well, we don't, yeah, have- we are on
1: okay. So, oh. the name of our herd, if you're just looking for LHG's page, is Critical Conversations. Um, other than that, it will be trail under Trailblazers Radio, Curvy Wall Entertainment and Travel Services, um, LHG's. Is it under your personal page too, Elogy? No? Yes. Mm-hmm. Her personal page, um, our YouTube page, her YouTube page, and then our Twitch, I believe. Is it you put it on the Twitch too? Yes. Okay. Yeah, and the Twitch.
2: Yes. And thank you for being here, by the way. I appreciate everybody who's who's in the, the comments. Please tag and share. Um, so here, here is the thing anxiety and depression didn't just spark up even though it's more popular when you you gotta be honest with yourself when I look back over my childhood and my behaviors always in my room I wrote a lot of poems I probably didn't wrote seven books and never published them stayed to myself a lot of crying even my poetry was a little bit dark and they didn't see it that was a cry for help there probably was depression then But you dare not tell your parent or even notice to your parent, "Um, you're depressing me. They will smack you back to Jerusalem. There wasn't open conversation like it is now. And maybe COVID with everybody going through this pandemic, you know, as a world crisis, maybe that is what pushed us to talking about it more. Some of us, not all. Because guess what? These therapists is booked up until the rapture. You can't get a therapist appointment until just before Jesus cracked the sky and the trumpet is sounding because everybody is going through something. I don't care if you're saved, unsaved, church, unchurched. We are lining up these therapists. Oh,
1: has made therapist money, honey.
2: Okay? okay? If you want to get in a, a lucrative um, business, go on to get you a good therapy degree, a license. Johnson and therapy will be your moneymaker, okay? Yes, yeah. Because... People are out here, and, and I can't blame them for wanting to help. They are just as important as nurses and doctors right now. Okay? Because people, now here's the thing. But when you go, my therapist told me don't come in here without a notebook, ever. A bottle of water, a notebook, and a pen. Don't come in here without that. Don't come in here and make your insurance pay good money and don't use the tubes. That's it. Okay, when you go to church, you should have your notebook, your pen, your Bible. Don't come in church if you ain't going to use the tools. It's the same thing. What are you doing with this information? Where are you? Are you just going? Because this is my family church. We've been in this church for 217 years and Mama Bessie came here. So I'm here. I don't know about you, but I could be doing something else if I ain't going to use the tools. It's not a social club. Laying on somebody's couch ain't cute. Ain't nothing necessary sometimes. But if you're going to just keep going to be going, what are you going to do with the tools you're being given? You put those spiritual tools and the clinical tools together. You get you some good sisters, brothers. And you get, get you an accountability partner, someone that you can trust. And you can call like, look, I'm having that kind of moment again. I need you. Because we're not, we not using this stuff. See, for me, I went strictly for my ex-wife. I had spiritual teacher. That's real talk, though, bro. If you're going to church or going to therapy just because they said I got to,
3: mm-hmm.
2: and you're not invested in it, then it's not going to really work. right." It's not going to really work. So we got to get to a place where it goes back to self-love. It all turns right back to that. I have to determine that I have value. I don't Another don't person know. can tell you all
1: day, but if you don't believe it, it ain't going to matter.
2: And Nicole even talked about that. Somebody can tell her that she's beautiful and she'll hear blah, 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 blah. You have to be able to know in your knower that you are valuable. I don't care what you did last night. This morning, That might've been wrong. Last yeah. year, you wouldn't be if you didn't have value. We got a a comment, and I was at an emotional, spiritual crossroads. It was horrible. Hey, Ms. Diane, how are you? Hey, Hey, auntie. So if you don't see your own value, now I struggled with that, okay? Because some of us have struggles going into an interview, selling ourselves. Mm -hmm. I don't want to seem arrogant. You want the job, don't you? Well, That's don't, it. we to talk about you. I don't want to be like that. What did you do? What have you accomplished? Why are you regressing and digressing and, and, and retreating because you've actually done some good stuff in your career? What you want the job? So, but we struggle with that because we don't see the value in ourselves. You know what, Sister Danielle? That's real talk. If it's super uncomfortable to be amongst compliments, then we got to work on being able to accept that we are loved and worthy of love. That it's not arrogant to be honest about who God made. First of all, let me go backwards. Let me go backwards. Do you even know or even realize what God has placed in you? Do you even understand what do you even you hear it all the time but do you even resonate with that how he formed us knew us every hair well i don't talk about hair right now but every layer of skin so until we get to a point you want to come up did you want to come on the um in the studio daniel let me know I see you saying, can I speak? I want to see if I'm understanding you correctly. Yeah. You have to let her know so she can send you the link, sweet pea. says Kenyatta, I'm I'm just telling she you. She said yes. I'm going to need your... Well, I think if you are my Facebook friend, I can send it to you through Messenger. hmm Are we Facebook friends, Danielle? Did you come in here from my page? I just got to figure out how to get you this link. So... What's happening, for example, in the workplace corporate America capitalizes on people like me who feel like they have to please everybody? I'm not one that was coming in, turning the lights on, turning okay, the somebody. Lights. I think she just said no.
1: Okay, are you saying oh,
2: no? To- I'm invited by my cousin Kenyatta. Oh, okay,
1: so inbox her find her and inbox her or inbox me and um I can send you the link okay or
2: can I send it to Kenyatta and Kenyatta send it to her she said yes I'm the sister
1: yeah you can send it oh, to her the
2: sister okay Danielle I'm going to send cousin Kenyatta the link cuz she's in my in my contacts cousin Kenyatta please forward it to Danielle give me 2 seconds everybody I'm doing that right now where there's a wheel, there's a way. I'm going to Messenger. Cousin Kenyatta, when you get this link, just hit forward or however you can do it and get it to get it to sister. She can get yeah, in here. Yeah, that's all she got to do. And then we can get her in here real quick. And you should have it right now, cousin. Okay. When you are working in corporate America and they sense that you're so committed, and you're so and nothing wrong being committed, but you're so oh, I'm gonna do everything for the team, and you don't care about you, they will pull from you, yeah, pull on you and project you to death, they and you, to you. you oh listen, and then when you start seeing the light mm-hmm. and you go from a 14-hour day to an eight, they like, say, What's wrong with you? Mm-hmm. Um, here's the thing: if I came in before you. I should not be leaving after, after you. you. Mm-hmm. So what you are seeing right now is the front of me. But in two seconds, you're going to be introduced to the back of me. Mm-hmm. You've seen my front way too much.
1: Yes, sir.
2: Okay? Thank you, King Cousin, and I, and please understand what I'm saying. I value corporate America. There's a place for the marketplace okay there's a place for it but i also have learned that if you go in there the wrong way thinking you are doing the right thing they will drain every ounce of blood from you and then when you go off on medical terminate you don't even ask me how i know don't even ask in the bottom hold on let me bring her up Got it. Hello, Sister Danielle.
0: Welcome. Hi, how are you? Girl, chat, where are you? <laughs> so, first of all, I have to tell you how this is so amazing because um, thank you, sis, for bringing me on because I goodness. just told another uh, sister friend of mine that um, I have been hearing voices. I thought her, I know I can say this to you and you not think I'm crazy. As I've been hearing voices in my heart, that's been telling me it's time to start my ministry. Ooh, come it's on, time man. for me to, you know, get to doing the mission that He envisioned me. So, you were talking about the depression and all,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and the child within. I had to speak on it. Okay. Because I came out of it. Okay. Okay. I was in so deep. It was like a black abyss. Ooh. That's okay. Deep. It was like I was a zombie just walking around this earth, Ooh, going to work, that. getting up every day, taking care of my children, doing what I need to do for them. Um. I I, I just it was just, everything was just routine.
2: Yes. You know,
0: and I just was like, it was like a shell. It was just a shell that was moving. Ooh, I it was just cool. a shell that was moving. And it was crazy because that shell could love everybody but itself. Come
2: on! Ooh.
0: Okay. I could love everybody out of me. Oh, my
2: syndrome. Come on, Cousin Kenyatta. But I couldn't love me.
0: Isn't that something? I didn't love me. And it was just so crazy to me. You know, and somebody sat me down They said to me, they said, you're going to have to forgive what happened to you. Okay. Okay. You're going to have to forgive all of them. Okay. And then they said to me, they said, but in your forgiveness, Mm. You have to remember that you have to forgive you,, Whew. so but now wait a minute, you said you didn't know, you don't know if you could forgive yourself that's a hard part for you it has been. but you know what? you have to forgive yourself for allowing them to blame you. Mm. you have to forgive oh. yourself for the guilt that you felt.
2: Jesus.
0: And you I have hope. to forgive yourself for the anger. Yes. You're going to have to forgive yourself for the hurt and the pain that you allowed to continue on.
2: Wow.
0: Because you wouldn't forgive yourself.
2: That's so powerful. That's powerful. You're
0: going to have to forgive 110% more yourself Mm-hmm. Than what you forgave them. Ooh, wow. Okay. So, what I had to do, and I tell people all the time, I said, it sounds crazy, but I had to sit down and have a talk with me. And you know what I did? I sat in a room by myself. I sat on the side of the bed. And when I tell you, yes, you can separate yourself from yourself. Okay. I stood out of myself. And I look back at myself and I pointed the finger like your mama would and said, look at you. Mm. What are you doing? Wow. You know better than this. Come on. You know where you come from. You know who you come from. And you know his power. Woo. Okay? You know that you can do better than this. Besides the fact that you have, at the time I only had three children. I said, you have three other people that mm-hmm. you are responsible for mm-hmm. if you don't get you together how you going to get them together
2: cuz they watching and they feel all exactly
0: right. exactly and i taught my children i raised my children to be independent mm-hmm. as well as outspoken but you better mm-hmm. have some respect
2: absolutely
0: absolutely, okay. absolutely. And my children were very opinionated and they, in their opinionation, told me, (laughs) mom, okay. So yes, you are going to have to possibly separate yourself from yourself to forgive yourself.
2: Wow. That's so powerful. Give yourself
0: a talking to.
2: That's so powerful.
0: Know who you are. Okay? Stand up wherever you are. You look around and you see everything that you have accomplished, first of all. Yes. Then you see everything that you are, who you are. Yes. And you had to tell yourself you couldn't have gotten this far without them. Ooh, for sure. So if he can love you,
2: why can't you love me? Why can't I? you were supposed to be in here today, Sister today. Yeah.
0: Okay.
2: If he can you love you, you made up a word. I can't you love you. She didn't make that up, Kenyatta. <laughs> I All can't. Right? I, I I I never understood the concept of that. To be honest, you you really broke that down because I heard it and I thought I had done it. But I had never uh-uh. had that conversation like you just described. I think I kind of focused more so. You will
0: know on others. Trust me. You will know when you have okay. done it. Okay. Believe me. Okay. And it still is sometimes a struggle. Mm-hmm. I was to a point where somebody would tell me I was beautiful, mm-hmm. and it hurt like they took a knife and cut my heart.
2: Wow.
0: And I've been told that I was beautiful all my life. Not Mm -hmm. bragging or boasting or anything. Trust me. Mm -hmm. Because I was a child who got up every morning before I went to school
3: Mm -hmm.
0: or before I went anywhere I was going to go. And I looked in my mirror and told myself how ugly I was. Wow. Tore myself down. Mm, mm, You're mm. ugly. You're going to always be ugly. You ain't never going to be nothing. You're never going to go anywhere, do anything. Mm-hmm. You're just the ugliest thing that I've ever seen. Wow.
2: Wow. Ooh. Wow. Okay. You said a mouthful.
0: Because of. What I went through in my childhood. Yeah. And it wasn't. What I didn't realize was. It wasn't me that was ugly. Mm -hmm. It was the situation. Yes. Yes. It was the situation. The situation that I lived in. The situation that I went through. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: Okay. It was the situation that was ugly. And when we can realize that, then you have climbed a mountain greater than you now.
2: Yes. Cousin Kieta says, well, thankfully, we know now to use our words to tell our life the direction we wanted to go. That's powerful.
0: Exactly. And, and you gotta is. you gotta
1: understand that that's one of the things I tell people all the time, you gotta start changing your language concerning yourself. You do watch your out because life and death lie in the power of what your or tongue. your
0: tongue. That's right. And they so, sure do. I just saw something you, not too long ago that said exactly that.
1: Right.
0: And change your words. Yes. Because you gotta remember too, you can change your words all you want to, but if you don't change your thoughts
1: Yep. It
0: don't, don't matter. It don't matter.
1: Ooh, wow. so I tell people all the time at the end of the day, when you start speaking life into yourself,
3: mm-hmm.
1: yeah. it will have two effects. One, positivity is going to always override negative situations. Mm-hmm. Right. Two, it's going to change your mindset. Mm-hmm. Because the more you hear something positive, negativity can't stay. Wow. So it's always going to override it. And so a lot of people don't understand that you have to, again, I tell people all the time, don't be your own weapon form.
2: Yes. Uh And that's what we have this comment to say to yourself. You're so worried about what you say to others, which is something to be concerned about, but I don't think we even know the, the fact that what we say to ourselves, even what we think about ourselves before the words even come out. Right, it's so powerful, yes. Kenyatta, I am I am learning how to pay closer attention to my words, my thoughts, and really it comes also into changing who you are around as well. Because yes. if you think yes. about it, LAG. Mm-hmm. Say you got you got Miss Kenyatta, right? Mm-hmm.
1: You got Miss Daniela, say y'all friends. That's that's mm-hmm. part of your circle. Mm-hmm. But then say you got them folks that know you from before you, the LHG you are now. Right. Uh-huh. right? That makes up your circle. You got two wow. that are positive and, put, and two that know the old LHG and know the new LHG. Mm-hmm. But then you got six that only know your past.
2: Wow. Right.
1: So let's think about this circle. Wow. Which one is greater on which side? Them six that know your past mm-hmm. don't like the fact that you're stepping into your future. But them exactly. two that know your future,
2: yeah, and what
1: you came exactly. to, is speaking, is speaking you into your future.
2: Wow.
1: The that them six that don't like Ooh. where you go are trying to drag you back to the old LHG. Ooh.
0: So we
1: got got that type of a circle, you got to do what I call some spring cleaning. Yes. Right. And you got to look at that circle and say, you know what? Nope, not today. I'm going to put you on do not answer. Yep, that's a goodbye. Nope, we're uh-huh. not doing it. Exactly. And that's what you do. And you rid yourself of everything that could make you revert and
2: go backwards. Right. So we have to realize sometimes in our friendships and relationships, we look at longevity. Just because you've been dealing with them 20 and 30 years, it doesn't mean that they're in a position now for you can blossom around them because they, if they keep only the, only the trauma is connecting you. I have people in my life where if I wasn't on the phone with them doing the whole, woe is me. We ain't got no husband. Nobody want us. But then when I get married, it's like, Oh, you changed. I did. I got a whole husband. The prayers we prayed together. Uh Uh Why are you mad at me? Because the prayers we prayed together Started right. to manifest. I right. and I d- to distance myself because I found myself angry. Like, how do you have an art against me? Because God has blessed me. You was the one that was right. praying right along, snotting with me. But did you really think it, it, it wasn't gonna happen? I was believing God.
0: Maybe you wasn't, and that's Absolutely. the whole thing. You gotta you no. you gotta discern as to who is really for you, right. Who is really in your corner? And you got to understand too that sometimes it's going to be even a family that you got to let go. It may come on. Yeah, of course. Okay. Your mama, your daddy. Mm -hmm. I had to tell my mother and my father sometimes, um, you're talking negative. Mm -hmm. Conversation Mm -hmm. over. Right.
2: Mm -hmm. Okay. Stop being so negative. You have to be
0: so negative in my life. Right.
2: So you have to be able to take that authority. And I feel like we don't do that because well you know that's auntie so-and-so i had an auntie that was living she would say some of the most hateful things and once i finally got ground i wrote her a letter i said here's the reason why nobody like you auntie i'm not <laughs> trying to be mean and disrespectful but you right. are our weight but you fat our house but yeah. your house ain't clean you have literally hurt all of us and nobody wants to say anything to you auntie but if you mess around you're gonna die alone if it wasn't for my mama she would have at least she was nice enough to put yours in the letter I had to get it out it weighed so heavily on me i don't like the feeling of contention and i don't say it i I can't hold that way i'm not built i have to be able to say you know what here's what's going on and I wrote a lot of letters growing up as a little girl. My mother and I, I did, did not have a great relationship. And I couldn't say certain stuff to her in fear of her response. But I wrote hundreds of letters. I had to release. That's that word again. I had to find a way to release it. That's why I write the way I do. Writing. But in I okay, in the letters that you wrote, did you mm-hmm. give them to her? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Because you got some people that do that mm-hmm. and never get, and never get I the letter. To. I needed her to know. Yeah. And even, even a part of my therapy in the last year was to write her a letter. Because I said to myself, I don't see any Mother's Day cards that fit my situation. I love her. I thank her for all that she did. But all these therapy, sweet things these cards are saying Right. I can't send that. So I wrote my own. Uh-huh. I love you. I respect you. I appreciate everything you provided me with. But there are some areas of our relationship that still hurt me. And I've come right. up in my own child and mother relationship. I don't want me uh-huh. and Gabby to be a repeat of me and mommy. Me and mommy used to go at it. I yes, am not I'm of that at I'm all. And my grandmother had to be the buffer, like give the girl a break, because my mother was hurting so deeply. And in that time, you dare not claim that you got anxiety. You dare not claim what you mean you got depression. You must ain't be being, ain't praying right. What you mean you got this? You 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 in sin? No, she was. She had multiple marriages. Never got through the divorce as well. Had illnesses. Never took care of herself. It manifested as illness,
0: right?
1: And it, yeah. it'll
2: do that. It did that, and nobody wanted to call it what it was. We attributed right. mental illness with sin, not all. Yeah, the but time. see,
0: and this, this is the thing. This is what they did. So I had a coworker and I today we were talking, and she was saying that she wished that there was a group a women's group that talks about menopause. See? And I told her, I said, <laughs> I said, exactly. I said, and I wish I could find one, a support group that would talk about endometriosis and how yes. to get through it. Yes. You know, yes. we need a group that talks, and I told her, I said, maybe I will start one. Mm-hmm. A group that talks about women's health. That's why because I'm here. We yes. need to we need to talk it out. You know, and like she said, back then, they didn't talk about anything. Mm -hmm. Everything was a hush-hush. It was a secret. Oh, you don't talk about this. You don't talk about that. But you have to talk about it.
2: You have to. Because if
0: you don't talk about it, how does the next generation know about it? Right.
2: Even down to hygiene. Okay. You have talked about whether to, to douche or not to douche liners in your underwear the kind of underwear because right now we used to have grandmothers and church mothers who taught all that we don't always have that in these current generations so we have to bridge that gap we have to be the people who bring these topics out because some of our younger people and even us who not so young we ain't old either we need Uh help and i'm not afraid to say i need help i'm coming into menopause and I am okay. finding that the changes in I overheat like an old 57 Chevy. I'm like, what just happened to me? What is this? Yeah. And then I'm cold. And then I'm, right. I don't want to be bothered. Then I want to be bothered. So, and, and when yep. you're in, you, you got to figure, boy, what is this? And I want to know the clinical aspects. Now, God, I know what this is biologically. No, I need you to help me get through this spiritually. This is not right. going to have me depressed all the time. Don't want to right. go nowhere. I'm not living like that, but we still are on the earth. We ain't at the gate yet. So we still have to educate ourselves about our health, about our bodies. That's what God told me to do. And that's why I'm here. I'm not an expert, but I'm going to find them people. My sister, Dana, is a doctor, a scientist, and she does uh-huh. care for women, the campus of care. It's for women. The global women's health summit is happening this weekend. So we're going to okay. get information that we need from these different experts. We're going to get the experts. Because right. somebody went to school for this, has lived this, and has the key that's going to help us certain foods we can eat. I want to know if there are certain fruits or certain vegetables that's going to make me feel better. I, I can gotta tell you
0: too. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I, I haven't going to school but I have done my own research and experiment for yeah. myself.
2: Good. So yeah.
0: I won't tell you anything that I haven't done for myself.
2: And I appreciate that sister You know
0: supposed to so be here yeah, oh. i I can send some light too if you need help. Sometimes it's stuff that can help you
2: that ain't taught in a school. Mm-hmm. Oh no! You know, home remedies that you just stumble upon, but they don't talk about this in school anyway. They yeah. should. They halfway talk about the cycle in school. They need to talk. Need yeah. to come back with, with what was it? little what they call it? Health, health class. Yeah, we don't have a general health course or a curriculum. Right. They want other stuff in there, but the mm-hmm. good stuff that we need to teach our kids just basic parts of the body and this is going to do this, this is going to do that. We had a, our oh, parents had sign a permission slip for us to have a health course mm-hmm. when I was little. Because right. not right. every parent yeah. they child to have it, but I don't know why you wouldn't, but we used to right. have a basic class about health, period, cycles, menopause, different right. things you're going to feel as a human, as a woman, as a boy, as a girl, you're going to right. go through blank. Mm-hmm understanding and all i getting get an understanding so it won't be so scary when mm-hmm. you start to bleed and you think you're going home to be with the lord and you're going to land on jesus back porch it's called okay. a menstrual cycle sweetheart this okay. is not unto death you're not about to leave here don't go carbon swanson or any other other funeral homes this is called a cycle it's okay. going to happen every month up until this point here, the more you know, the more you grow. Right. All of that. All of that. Come on, can you these? The doctors only know medicine. Throw a pill at it so you can have more problems. Girl, yeah. i do a series on that. What yeah. is in some of these pills? You fix one thing which would have cause 12 more problems with me. Listen, I have a doctor that said that he was
1: going to stop giving out medications because he wants to treat people naturally now. Right. And when he said that to his colleagues, his colleagues, his colleagues pretty much looked at him and said, Well, I guess you don't plan on having no job. Because how do you plan on doing that? He said, Because this is the thing. He said, I don't want people to be sick. He said, I want them to come to see me Mm
0: -hmm. only because
1: they need a checkup. See? Not because something is wrong with them. Something, you know, if it's detrimental, sure. He was like, "Well, I wanna start getting people healthy. He said, because no. why? He said, why? My family has been severely affected by COVID. Ooh.
3: And my
1: house is overrun. My mother and father house is overrun with medications that don't work. And I have learned that when I told them the natural things to do, the natural things heal their body and the medications almost killed them. See, So, you know, the, the big difference is you have a doctor that that's what they want to do they want to kick that doctor out of practice
2: wow even though <laughs> the purpose of treatment is to get you well mm-hmm. but unfortunately it's really to keep you coming
1: yeah the- big yeah. pharma would lose so much if you didn't take medicine oh, yes. yes wow that is so backwards. But see, big farmer don't think, well, you know what? How about we just go buy a lot of land and grow a lot of stuff? Not, not to treat you. They make billions and billions of dollars off the medicine. But nobody is thinking to, to really treat the body. So that that's not what you have to do. And half of the medications make you need another medication and then you got some medications yeah. that if you take them and you take them improperly you'll die right and so it's, it's a lot
2: and part of, of changing our whole way of thinking has to be to open ourselves up to a more holistic way yeah i know from myself growing up in the church we thought holistic meant witchcraft yeah that's what a lot of Hoodoo people thought. and voodoo it, they trying to take you out you know they want to go they want you to go get these fruits and berries like you a smurf and, and just go make that's a gargamel that's why i joke about that we call everything witchcraft because we don't know about it right we don't understand it now right. does witchcraft exist yep yeah but but until you find out what stuff is do your research mm-hmm. because why would you not want to use what the land produces to help heal you is it should be more of it we should be able to you know and i'm not talking about anything particularly but i'm opening up my 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 world now and like you coco one of my doctors started to suggest like a what is it cbd yeah but he said don't tell nobody because if you do i'll deny it that's what he said yeah yeah. i don't suggest you go get this. But if you tell somebody yeah. that I told you that, I'm going to say you lying.
1: Yeah, because I'm going to tell you, I've been using CBD now for almost 15 years. Wow. And what, what CBD does for you is it will take you off of those, a lot of the medications that you take. Your anxiety may you won't even have to take it. The CBD works. It works for that. Let me tell you something. I used to be an epileptic. I came wow. off of the epileptic drug by using CBD.
2: Wow! And so, he better, he better you know, said, you, "Your mama thought the doctor was witchcraft." <laughs> yeah. your mama is, is. I love, I love Mama Pearl. It's, I ain't going to him. He gonna cast a spell yes, on ma'am. me. We will definitely send you a friend request. You. It was great oh, to have oh, you on. Thank you, and I had to thank King cousin Kenyatta for inviting you. That was a godsend because I'm now, I thought I had this forgiveness thing all packed and done, but that was the missing piece for me because I didn't really understand what forgiving yourself really is. I've got to work on that daily because one of the reasons why I think I ran myself so raggedy, even in corporate America, I thought I owed somebody something
1: you felt like you was obligated
2: i felt a 100 percent obligation
3: mm-hmm.
2: and i would tell people that walk past my desk you still here and then i thought to myself why am i still here this work gonna be here but i felt like because of the the pressure that I was feeling some of the unrealistic deadlines, some of the extra weight of just so much. Mm -hmm. They want to get as much out. They want to drain you, like like just ring you and get everything out of you. Then when you go home, you have no mental faculties to dream again. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: You have nothing left. I barely had anything left for my husband and child when I would drag myself home and I would be limping to the car in pain. Listen. Nothing left. I post all my letters, to push yourself. Just still trying. So I'm like, what in the world? And what happens, y'all? Part of the reason why we do have this anxiety and depression is that right there. Not knowing when to stop. Not taking your own authority and saying, I will not allow you to kill me right oh, you, Kingetta, that right there listen
1: think about how much money you made the company that you was working for before you left it Ooh. and the question is did, did you and the question is did
2: you see that amount of money in your check no nope. and they'll make you think well we ended up giving you more than what we we even were supposed to or this quarter was more than what you were supposed to give me <laughs> that don't make me feel good right Danielle said, "Remember that that job will be there tomorrow. You are expendable to them, and they. We, let me tell you, I'm looking at my five boxes right now. Mm-hmm. Twenty-two years worth of blood, sweat, and tears are in these five boxes. Five, boxes. five boxes. Look at that. Five boxes. Okay. And wh- where is the place where more shattered dreams live? I have to call it." To corporate America and the cemetery. If you don't play corporate America right, get what you're supposed to get, get your marketable skills, learn your discipline. To me, it should be revolving door. Mm-hmm. No, problem. I'm not giving you 45 years of my life. I'm going to give you what I'm supposed to give you. I'm right. going to move on and let somebody else come on and sit in this good chair. Right. Okay. Kenyatta says, and I don't want no. <laughs> give them <me> my money. <laughs> you to death, honey. They'll pizza party you to death. But we can't give you any more money, but we sure can give you a, a hot and ready pizza. Listen. Listen. So, really, <laughs> be careful what you ask God for. Better. You better. I heard someone say, stopping the making the cemetery rich. Let me tell you. Then they came up with this wonderful idea of having these classes that you can take for personal development, right?
3: Mm-hmm. You want
2: to learn how to expand your horizons and you want to job shadow another department, we're going to bring you into this little area and you're going to be able to network, not us. but you need that for? Well, they just said we could um network. I'm not supposed to network. Nope, they want you to sit right there. Your net and your work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, nothing that you could use, nothing that you could use to possibly be promoted. See, you have to learn there. Ugh. Corporate America is a system, I will never say I regret any of it. Good night, sister. Good night, you for everything you are a god saying to me. It is a system, you have to know and said, take the class and then go back to your test. <laughs> you have to know how to work it. And I will never tell anybody to only do base minimum, but you do what, what you can do without Right? Because the more you do, the more is going to be expected. The goal is going to change. If you keep working 27 hours a day, making that goal, they're going to move it next year because you told them you can do it mm-hmm. they don't care that it's causing you marital problems, physical problems kid problems, stomach problems migraines, you did it yeah. so many of the things that we have to release now were self-induced, self-induced. I had a friend of mine today, matter of
1: fact <clears throat> she called me because she had an interview
3: mm-hmm
1: she said, but one of, she said, the questions that they asked me threw me off. <coughs> Excuse me. And I said, what was the issue? Hey, she said, she said, let me tell you how the rear end part of my interview went. She okay. Said, they asked me how much experience I had, I told them. Right. They wrote that down and put a big yellow check mark on the paper next to that. Then they asked me Would I be willing to go above and beyond what Mm -hmm. is being asked of me? Mm -hmm. Am I capable of doing that? I said, Mm -hmm. yes, they put a yellow check mark next to that. Okay. The next thing they asked me was, was I married and did I have children at home? And she said, when I say yes to that, they put a red X (gasps) next to her being married and her having kids. So they kept going to the last two questions. She said, next thing was, are you willing to do things that we asked you to do, even if it meant that you had to compromise your integrity? Oh, and she said no, so they put an X next to that. So after mm-hmm. everything she had answered the question, she said the man flat out told her, Since you married and you have kids, that's the only that's and, and because you won't compromise your integrity, I can't hire you. What kind of job was this? What kind of underground? When she told me that, that was enough for me.
3: That's illegal. I said, you know
1: why they wanted to know if you had kids and a husband at home? Because they could keep you, take you, and send you wherever. You wouldn't have nobody that you had to rush home for. None of that type of stuff. That's why they asked you that. I said, so I can see that happening. And the whole compromising is are you willing to do stuff where they send you to to close a deal?
2: I said yeah, so. Yes, and that, I gotta agree with that's a good question. And um yeah. yeah. <laughs> but here's the thing. When you said that, Coco, one particular person came in my mind that doesn't have what you just asked, Mm -hmm. has compromised in that area See, and is one of the top executives in that area because Mm -hmm. that job is their complete life, which means the expectation is, why don't you work like me? Right. What do you mean you got to go? Now, out, out of their mouth, they'll say, Oh, you got to have work-life balance. But I'm calling you on Saturday because we got mm-hmm. yeah. to, mm-mm. Yeah. Yet I said, they would be like, you know, it's just going to fire me or don't even hire me. But yeah. I, that is crazy because that is the real mentality. Those people. And, and they really was
1: honest. I yeah. to say it. she She was honest. And she said it was only her and one more girl sitting in the interview room. She said, now she knows for a fact that the girl sitting in the interview room had to be like fresh out of college. Right. And so I said, Oh, well, that's who they're giving the job for. That's to. what they want. Not there. That's what's going to it.
2: Whatever you tell me to do, I'll do. Yep. Yeah. Now, what I had, this is what happened with me. And I'll keep it kind of simple. When I found out and I felt that I could no longer defend. The people who I worked with in that department. I could no longer go to my training staff and say, Yeah, guys, we got to do this. Because normally I was that one. I know y'all don't like it. I know we don't like it, mm-hmm. but we got to do it. But there came a point when it got to be so much. And I said, Well, I can't change them. I can go and transfer me about this department. Miss Tanya, you leaving us for real? Child. What I want to say is run. Listen, they wonder why I got up out of there so fast because I saw the end coming. I saw and felt the shift in the integrity of the leadership where I could no longer align myself to that area. And then right after that, some stuff rolled down the fan and some folks got to let go in that area. I knew I'm like oh uh uh-uh, uh I can't be a part of this. Yep. And when you recognize, and not every not every job has these same kind of issues, you just have to open your eyes, y'all. Yep. But when you when you say you're doing something as unto the Lord, the Lord don't even want you killing yourself. No. Nope. So be careful when you get so fanatically religious. I got to do this for Jesus. No, nope. Jesus don't want you landing on his patio before he
1: calls you. First of all, he tell you to rest because he rested. Rest!
2: Come on! So we have been looking at this thing and we have been programmed to think. And it could go all the way back to slavery. I don't know. We have to, we have to dig that up. But there's a mentality that we hold and I will say my parents taught me to work hard. You should adequately represent yourself and the God you serve. Yes, I will never say slack. I can't slack. That's not in my DNA. But the other extreme of it is you go in there, you use every piece of brain sales for one company that's not even yours. That's not godly either. So that says, I want an honest person, work for or with me, if you do bad to customers, you will do to, to, to the job, and, job and then her. Okay. Yes. Got you. Yes. Yeah. If, if they will do things and expect people to do things outside of your level of integrity to get a deal, what would they do to you?
1: First of all, I'm not going to be one of those people that work in these places that um, take investors money and, to, and promise you that when you invest this, I could give you back a five-fold yeah. um, increase on your investment. Yeah. Knowing that the stuff that you are about to invest in is going to take. So I'm not going to do that. You know what I'm saying? And I have had been in jobs where that's what they wanted me to but well, tell them that it ain't
2: going to take so we can get the money. See? And that's what they mean by stuff that's not integrous. If anybody tuned in right. to the show called Locked Out about Detroit's African-American women not getting housing. The trusted banker Lisa Davis said on the show, because she was in the documentary Locked Out, she was in that banking industry where they were told to make people want to take these loans and refis and all this stuff, knowing it was going to tank them, bankrupt them. When I tell you this system The world system is, is, there's some ungodly stuff. You have to be careful, even down to your employer and what you agree to do. You are going to be accountable for your actions too. If never, never compromise your integrity for a job. Never. Why would God want you to do that? So next says, if it's a criminal act is wrong, if you are, Purposefully manipulating paperwork. um, falsifying documentation. Changing numbers. All these under the table things that people have done. I've seen it. I've seen it. These companies behind closed doors are doing some wicked stuff to get ahead. And there's a good old boys and good old girls club that will look out for each other and will always try to keep certain people out if they don't like you. Yeah, It's always a competition to try to get in the good graces of the good old boys and the good old girls. I'm tired of that. I am ready to transition from employee to employer. Say it. Treat that to be so in the name of Jesus. So everything that I saw, every unintegrous thing that i saw i know what not to ever do because i want my company and my employees to be blessed Mm -hmm. okay i was that one that they say she up here passing out water and passing out chips i ain't doing all that then don't i recognize we didn't took their lunch took their break because they're so busy they Mm -hmm. human they hungry They're thirsty. So yeah, I will go get a case of water and some chips. Chips. And I will even buy them lunch if I want to, because they need it. And all people want to know is that you value them. They will go to the ends of the earth for you. If you treat people right,
1: they'll do whatever.
2: So now
1: you treat them wrong.
2: A lot of us have to release the stronghold that our employers have had on us. And we're going to still have to forgive them too. For a long time, I wouldn't even pray for them. I was wrong for that. I had to ask God to forgive me for that. I was so hurt because I had put all of my trust in that position.
1: I heard this. So can I ask you this?
2: Yes. While
1: you were in corporate America, how often did you bring what happened at work home?
2: Every day. That was the reason why I didn't want to work at home. There was such a heavy spirit of pressure and manipulation on the job itself that when I had to do it at home, it turned my home into a replica of the job. So I, I couldn't, I wasn't strong enough to be able to. I, I never turned the computer off. I worked late out. I would be in my sleep and wake up, that's in that email. Or oh, I got to go. I had to separate work and home because wow. the job just about killed me, and doing it at home was going to take me deeper into the grave. That's only my situation. And I can relate to what Sister Danielle was saying. Driving in, crying. Walking the green mile down the corridors. Heaviness, sickness, headaches. And we all felt it. Because there was a system in place. An alliance of a group of people. Okay? Mm-hmm. And they would come behind their little clothes. No, they wouldn't even meet at work. They'd probably be at each other's pool parties. Plotting ways to, to get, out who they didn't want.
1: To get rid of people.
2: They didn't have them chats at work. Mm-mm. Too many ears.
1: So what, what was the nail in the coffin to finally make you leave?
2: A nervous breakdown. I would not have left if I didn't have one. And I felt it coming when, when my peer would tell me, LHG, you are not your same bubbly, happy self, you snappy LHG, what's happening? I said, this is killing me. I'm not the same person I was 20 years ago. I'm older. I'm more mature. Certain stuff don't roll off my back. I'm like, I'm coming to the end of this chapter. This thing, I take more medicine now. I lost all the cartilage in my jaw because I was teeth grinding. All my edges and even further back, the alopecia is stress induced. So the more stress I got, the more my hair would fall mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. I would get home and my family knew when I was just so dog tired, I didn't have nothing for nobody, only to go right to bed and do it again. And Sunday night, and this is going to sound crazy. I would ask God if you can hold back Monday a little longer. I would stay up as late as I could Sunday night just to hold on to my weekend. I would binge watch as many Netflix shows as I could to stay awake because I dreaded Monday. I wasn't like that before. I used to love my job. You couldn't keep me from training my people. You couldn't keep me from getting in there doing my thing. But and I thought that the game should be keep going higher. Keep going higher. Mama did it, keep going higher. But depending on where you were, mm-hmm. the higher you go, you see what a demonic system looks like. You get a you get a seat at the table of people. Who mean people no good, and they are hungry for statute and position, and they will step on your neck to get it. To get it. But you I, know, mm-hmm.
1: that don't just happen in the corporate world. We we do that to each other now.
2: Wow, Coco, that's true. That's true. Seeing it in the medical field as a patient, seeing how upper staff treat staff and us as the patients, this was while I was in the nursing home and agencies that do home care deal with that today. It's wrong, Mm -hmm. and again, I am not knocking every corporate America situation, but you're crazy if you don't know it's a system out here that's designed to take people out when they keep on changing the goal. And some people, I would be at work sometime at eight nine o'clock, and the cleaning crew would say, "Now, Mrs. Gooden, we're not supposed to see you. <laughs> we, yeah. see? Uh, we don't. Sp- we should know you this well. You didn't brought us snacks mm-hmm. and everything. We supposed to be here when you're not here. And if you come back and your desk is clean, some I'm concerned about you, Mrs. Gooden." But I thought it was what I was supposed to do. There was a driving force in me. We're talking about releasing here. We're gonna let we're mm-hmm. gonna let this thing go. When you feel that driving force that's making you do more, you think it's the right thing, stop for a minute. Is it hurting you? Yep. Is it killing you? Mm-hmm. Are you losing hair, losing relationships, losing your health? It ain't God.
1: And what's the real reason that you're doing it like that? That's a good question.
2: I really thought I had to prove my worth to people. No, they, they knew you were already. That's why they kept you like that. I thought I I always felt that it wasn't enough, though. The way it was put to me, you're the one that's dragging the team down. You but you but you're the one leaning on me. Yep. Your communication is lacking, but you made me over the communications team. Make it make sense. It fed into this ever-increasing, second-guessing, low self-esteem. I was always in competition with me. Well, you worked 13 yesterday. That's true for 16 today. I thought it was going to take me out. If you were were to say a nervous breakdown when you become someone you've never seen. Yeah. But it would have
1: if you would have stayed. If you would have stayed, I honestly believe I would not know LSG.
2: Wow, uh, Coco, that's deep. And I, mean,
1: I and I can say that because at the end of the day, I know people that have literally driven themselves into a literal hole because of them people pleasing everything. Not yes. just work. Not just work, but also people pleasing when they ain't at work. Wow you gotta people please your so-called friends and you gotta people please over here when this friend say, "Oh, let's go do this and they do the woe with me, I don't have you give you take out of you to give and the whole time they got it in their pocket but yes, because they,
2: they because they know you like that, yep what they gonna do yep absolutely and and my and when they would send out these different surveys how are we doing as a company how we i will i fill out every every survey i don't care where i'm going i do surveys you need to know what's going on Mm
3: -hmm.
2: they would rather staff minimally and overwhelm the 10 you have than hiring 20 and having people being able to take a vacation not fall dead And really be more productive. If you really want productivity, if you really want productivity, staff right. That's it. So people can have balance. You think you're getting stuff now, you would get even, you would have people knocking the door down to come and work for you. Like when it's a company here um, that came to Detroit and they brought a daycare center, they had a fitness center, they had all these different things. So the employees recognize we know you, human. We had separate, they had separate sick and vacation time. When they start combining your sick and your vacation time, mm-hmm. that's the beginning of the end. Yep. yep. So now if I'm sick enough, I just don't get no vacation. Yep. And don't get too sick. You yeah. fired. Please don't take too many PTO days. Don't. Come on. that said, fire me for doing the right thing because I'm cause I ain't going to jail. That's how you got to be, though. So those interview questions were an eye-opener. And let yep. that be a lesson to everybody out here. Yep. These companies want your soul. Yep.
1: When she told me
2: the last question,
1: I was just like, oh, no don't you ever ask first of all don't ever use the word compromise to me Ooh. it's going to be different definite no without you even finishing
2: the question just for you to say compromise i'm through see i thought you were going to say a question like what if you were asked to do something you just didn't agree with that's a, that's a question i've been asked before it's not it's not unintegrous it ain't criminal but you just disagree. No, you asking me to straight up compromise my moral my integrity. Yes. And then when you go down, I'm going down in cuffs, baby. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. I have had now. I have
1: had employers ask me, "Would I ever compromise the companies? See, intention? see? No, because I'm not going to. I'm not going to compromise my own. So why would exactly. I compromise yours? Exactly. So that was an easy question for me right. but when I hear yeah. the word compromise. See, and then you Ooh-hoo. say not integrity. The answer would be no. Thank you. Have a good day. What in what in the
2: poogie in New Jack City is this? Listen, I'm I'm not a good fit. What is this? Right. And now that we're in the age of Bitcoin and stocks yeah. and you know, COVID brought out these extra different. And I ain't knocking some of it's real, some of it's not. Yeah. But a lot of the and I had somebody in my inbox today, a person I never met, about investments. And I'm like, is this a scam? Oh, are you from Detroit? I'm from Detroit. I would love to um, I'm on a business tour and I would love to talk to you about Uh uh-uh. How about I do you one better? Come on my show and talk about it. Yeah, come on, girl chat weekly, boo, and talk about it in front of the people. But now I want to know if you're gonna invest. I don't know, you boo. That's it. I'm giving you a platform to come tell us what you do. That's
1: it. I had a person in my inbox. I'm like, Hey, you won such and such and such. Um, we'll send it out to you. We just need to either know your PayPal or your cash app. Then the first thing they say before you send them the PayPal or the cash app information, do you currently have money in the account though?
2: No, nah, Coco, I said,
1: Do I? I so you want me to have money in the account for you to give me money that you say I want? No, nah, Coco, I said, Is that d- does that make sense to you, sweetheart? Come on now. I said, Did you think I was gonna fall for that? Mm-hmm. I said, You oh, I
2: you oh, you thought I rode a short bus.
1: Yep, yeah, that's what you thought.
2: But listen, y'all, I'm gonna get out of here when you don't release certain stuff your mind gets conditioned stuff that is so not god because you're holding on to some things you don't believe in your value you don't yes scammers be smoking all kind of drugs (laughs) (laughs) tonight all kinds of hardcore drugs when you people can smell A person with low self-esteem, they can smell they can a see person who it. doesn't believe in themselves, and when they get you in their grip, they're able to manipulate you into possibly doing things that are not integrity. As well, it's the job you need us. You you have to learn. I am learning how to love me. That's how I can get to the forgiving me. I don't mm-hmm. think you can get to the forgiveness without the love. The love and the self-awareness of who you are. It's a it's a a trifecta, as my CEO would say. Self-awareness, self-love, and self-forgiveness have to work together because you gotta have this epiphany that you really are the bomb diggity. Mm-hmm. And it's not arrogance, sisters. Please know. Because if we don't release some of this stuff, we'll forever allow people to walk over us in different arenas. And you may not live as long as you were intended to because you'd be so bogged down And so heavy burdened and so heavy laden and so conditioned to being the low person on the totem pole. And so conditioned to getting the scraps and so conditioned to being walked over to where it becomes normalized in your life. That is not God. It's the exact opposite. It is the work of the devil and a trick of the enemy. So I know we got to come back to this. We still aren't releasing the past. And forgiving ourselves. I didn't even think of that. I'm so glad Kenyatta told Danielle to come on. And Danielle came on in here. I'm half of that because forgiving yourself, you gotta, it has to resonate in you. It's such a spiritual, this is all a spiritual journey. Um, Coco, you really hit the nail on the head. The things that we're dealing with physically and mentally are definitely connected to what's happened to us in our spirit.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And I'm going to be very honest with you. I know that God is pulling me into ministry deeper than I am, but can I be honest and say my own unworthiness is always in the front of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you feel like you don't have nothing to offer. What can I Ooh, give? I what do.
3: can I
1: give when I'm going through right now? Yeah, you you people do that, but you got to understand when he got the 12, them 12 was in they mess.
2: Yes. They had
1: to walk with him his three-year journey in order to get out they mess. Wow.
2: And after the conference and after the word that went forth, And I realized it's crazy how while I was technically in ministry in that moment, I was getting ministered to and stuff was just coming in my head. Like that makes sense. Now a lot of the problem is me second guessing um, my credibility or my ability or my capability or my, you know, I don't have the degrees everybody else has, but LHG has the answer to somebody's problem.
1: Yes. We, everybody is a solution to somebody else's problem.
2: Yes. And I have to remember that.
1: And you gotta understand this. Like I told you, everybody, all of them leaders on the on the uh conference Saturday night, including the people that was watching, absolutely loved you. Wow. That is the most talked about, besides the comfort itself, wow. you have been the most talked about individual. Jesus.
2: To God be the glory. so people. you
1: have to understand that it's not what you think about you ain't what other people see.
2: Wow. But that's because when you don't release certain things, when you don't let go of certain trauma and certain past pain, it shows up and it puts up a, a Haze over everything, and I see it, but everybody else probably doesn't. It's the same thing that Corey said You told me I was beautiful, LHG, and it sounded like Nye. that's why this release right now, in this time, in this moment, is so critical because I believe that on the other side of it is so much more for me. It is. I just it have is. to push through to get to the other side of this and really, truly release for real. You can't just say it. You got to do it. If you got to do it every day, do it every day. Listen. Every day. Wow.
1: Listen, I, my my auntie told me to tell you, and I'm going to tell you before you get off here because I ain't going to get rebuked by her later. Um, she told me to tell you. She said, you tell her that I have adopted her now. all all because all because of the fact she said that she saw stuff in you during the conference that she had not seen wow and so that is what made her what drew her to that point she's always just you know she's always thought highly of you but after the conference she was like you tell her that she's now my baby too i have
2: adopted her Oh, that's so sweet. Mm. Sanette, thank you. Is that how we met? We met through Quinn? Yeah. Well, I know that, yeah. He's a
1: she, she grew up with Quinn. Oh, my God. Yeah.
2: Thank you, Yolanda. Thank I'm you. Glad, I'm
1: glad that you started supporting and watching, Synette. We.
2: Thank we you. It. Thank you. Oh, my God. Let me tell y'all something. I know, this was, I know this is God because I asked him. Specifically to allow me the space to do what I love. That was my prayer. That's specifically verbatim what I asked him for. And he has given me that space. I'm grateful. Y'all don't know how much I look forward to our one hour plus. (laughs) Because it's like I got my girlfriends, my sisters virtually, and we can just kick it. Right. We you know the brothers love to come on in. That's okay. We ain't going to covet what the Lord is doing. Right. But this is what helps me maneuver through life better. And Simone hit the nail on the head when she did her podcast on Divine Connections. God loves us so much. But he allows our past to cross with just who we need for such a time as now. Mm -hmm. For such a time as now. So I'm not going to focus on what I don't have, y'all. I'm alive. I'm breathing. God is moving me into arenas I never thought I would ever even be in. Everything is going to be all right. Do y'all hear me? I know it's been rough, y'all, but we got each other. That's it. We got to keep praying. Don't wait until, you know, girl chat, send a prayer up for your sisters. That's it. Come in ready. This is for y'all, for us. Girl chat is our baby. It's ours. This is our time to say, okay, kids, don't bother me starting it, put it on the refrigerator put get you a little note and put it on the fridge on the mirrors dates and times dates and times y'all got me but on this particular day from this time to this time it's for me and if you anything like my cousin was saying her people know that this is mama's time mama Mm. needs this time they love you go on let mama have we can we can we can handle it tonight y'all Mama can get a night off from cooking. We can have a good bologna and cheese and sunny side up egg sandwich. Oh, that sounds good. Thank you, Jesus. (laughs) I'm just saying. I'm just saying. This is Mama's time. Auntie's time to go put her scarf on. Go get her favorite beverage. Put her bunny slippers on. Hey, kickback. She a oh, Sinette said she'd be mad when she missed. I just
1: watched the replay.
2: Thank the Lord for the replay, honey. Well, let me I, say I, something
1: because L.A.G. said something just a moment ago that made me remember something. When she said that you can't focus on, let me say this, don't focus so much on what you don't have that you forget about what you do have.
3: Yes. And I
1: say that because I had a friend of mine who lost one of her children, but she still had two children living. Ooh. She focused on the grief of losing the one Ooh.
2: that she just
1: she just didn't do nothing with the two that were still living.
2: Ooh, that's powerful. And
1: you have to be very careful that no matter what the situation, that you don't focus so much on what you don't have anymore that you yes. forget about what's living.
2: Yes because and that's the reason why anxiety and depression get so comfortable in us because we have shifted the focus and when you come away let me be really transparent I got to a place where I used to do Tuesday prayer call on my shades of chocolate group faithfully I started to feel as though what I was dealing with disqualified me to even pray. Wow. I thought that I would not be a good candidate to even do that anymore based upon what I was feeling, how weighted I was. So today, I said I'm doing pray today. Did I feel like it? Now. we going beyond the feelings now feelings are fickle mm-hmm. feelings change they up and down it's like michigan weather i'm going based upon the promise that part because the promise is still good, good. when pastor viviana broke that thing down and testified on what she has endured we can we have to stop disqualifying ourselves Because of trials and tribulations. Well, many of these things do come to make us. They come to bring a certain level of character in us. Many of us wouldn't be what we are if we hadn't gone through what we went through. Right? We just don't want to see it that way while we're in it. Anxiety and depression is not gonna be comfortable in me anymore. It's not gonna be able to live here, it's not gonna be welcome. Amen. Up we the welcome mat for these mental illnesses. I will not be on medication forever. I Amen. will not be in this particular condition forever.
1: Amen.
2: And as my sister Lebrenda would say, I'm going through, but it's not a stay, it's a through. It. It's, it's called a live. Ooh, come on, layover.
1: It's called a layover. Y'all know how if you ever took a flight, the layover in the airport only lasts just so long until you oh, get on wow. your connecting flight.
2: Thank you, Sunesse. She says, Side note, know that what you speak helps more than you know. When I tell you, anytime you see me up here, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be real. I don't know any other way to be. I'm sure people think well, she just shared too much but when you gone through some of the stuff i don't hide no more i don't really have i don't have to be silent i'm an adult i'm not disrespectful but i'm gonna tell my truth because it helps me therapy confession breeds healing yep sometimes the healing can begin simply when it comes up and out yep up and out and then once it comes out, you got to walk in a way where it doesn't return. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some of us have up and out, but we picked it right back up and put it back in. That's because you never closed the door. Come on. Some doors and, and portals got to be closed
1: up. Got to close the door. Ooh. Remember this, and I will leave, I'll leave this scripture with y'all. I'll leave this scripture with y'all and you can read it in your own timing. But Matthew... 11 and 28 says come unto me all ye that are heavy laden and i will give you rest you can read the rest of it in your timing but matthew 11 and twenty eleven 11 and 28 so Damn. um so just remember that that the bible tells us that he if you give it to him he'll give you rest from it. Wow. but half of the issue is we don't give it so we ain't getting no rest
2: that's right that's right Thank you, Yolanda Pittman, for joining me, sister. I think, thank you, everybody. I need you to do me a favor. If this has been a blessing to you, share it. Go on Trailblazers with the Z radio and subscribe. Go on, okay. on Facebook, on YouTube as well. Go on Facebook and follow the page. I want you to subscribe so you can get notifications of all of our podcast we are on the move god is doing some things with us and setting up some collaborations and really moving um in our network i'm proud to be a part it was a dream come true to get the call to finally have a place to be to do what i absolutely adore i thank you because you all have been rocking with us Meet me here, meet us here tomorrow night at eight because the team is coming on to celebrate one of the most sweetest, kindest, giving people on the planet, none other than Simone Austin, we are celebrating an early birthday for her. She is the president of the fan club mm-hmm. and the membership club. She got a gold trailblazers card. And nobody else got that card right now. <laughs> and she and she is
1: the longest running supporter.
2: Come on, so we are celebrating her birthday tomorrow, and we want to celebrate you too because y'all been rocking. Just come yes. and have a good time with us, right? We, and we love let it. us know, send us y'all birthday, so we can shout you out. We want to shout everybody out. Yes, we want to. She says, Yolanda um, says y'all helped me so much, Coco." We'll pray for oh Yes. Oh. Yes. Yes. You want me to pray for you right now? She going to pray us right on out and pray you for you, me to pray you for me. right now. We Before got it. I
1: pray though, Friday, y'all. For those of y'all that are interested, it is Pitch Your Podcast Day. Ooh. Okay. So that's starting at 6 p.m. Okay. All right. So I need y'all to remember that the event page will be created and put up by tomorrow. So if you want to sign up for the Zoom, it's Pitch Your Podcast. Be a part
2: at 6 p.m. Friday. So listen, on that note, not only do we podcast, but Coco teaches podcasting. So you need to take advantage of these courses. The first one I was in was amazing. Just giving you some of the basics. If this is something that resonates with you, she's literally having you come and pitch a podcast idea in the Zoom. To see if you know, get some get some constructive feedback. We are podcasters who support other podcasters. That's how you keep the blessings of God flowing. We ain't gotta covet this. God is too big for that. Ain't nobody got to be jealous. We all have different shows and different types of shows. We are a team. We make up the legacy of Trailblazers. All right. So please take advantage of these. Why you? Why are they free? <laughs> I'm just gonna say because this hey, we'll is always be that way. People pay hundreds of dollars to learn these tips. Coco been in the game longer than me. CEO Coco and Quint been in the game longer than me. They are very technologically savvy. They know apps. They know what you need. Equipment. So if I was you, I would be. I would be putting that in my good calendar. And even if you had just an inkling of an idea, I just believe that if you didn't vent through at least two things in your life, you got two. Yeah, no <laughs> just, let me show y'all some, and we're going to get out of here. This notebook. Hi, hi is it Latanya
1: Scott? Hi, how are you?
2: Hi, my paparazzi oh. boss is here. Hey, sis. Thank you for coming in. You see this notebook? These are therapy notes. I so love that cover. My coworker made this for me. She know I love purple. She put my name. She made this.
3: I, I love personalized that.
2: stuff. I, I love, love that. Personal last yeah. everything. I love it. These are my therapy notes, AKA podcast topics. Trust and believe when you see me on the screen, I'm coming from a very real place. She said oh, that she has been missing your live notification. Oh, we got to fix that. We got to fix that, Latonya. I love you.
1: Yeah, she
2: said missing your notification. My paparazzi family rolling through here. So we're gonna get out of here, y'all. Girl chat. <laughs> we let the Lord do what he gonna do. This has been amazing. Uh please go back and watch the replay. Tag some sisters. I want to see y'all bring just like Kenyatta brought in, Sister Danielle. Bring a friend next Tuesday. Invite a guest. Invite a guest. Each one, reach one. Each one, teach one. This is for us, about us. Yeah, I'm going to give y'all homework. Okay, homework. My homework for y'all
1: is to write a actual letter, handwritten. Write a handwritten letter to somebody you know and give it to them.
2: That's good stuff, Coco. All right, yes, follow follow the man. Listen. So yep, we got Girl Chat Weekly, but CEO Fred Beatty has a man cave conversations page for every man. You know, daddies, brothers, nephews, Amazon truck drivers, get them in the get them in the man cave because the brothers need to be doing exactly what sisters are doing here. We're gonna be better for ourselves and for each other, and brothers need to know. It is nothing wrong with having a real conversation and expressing yourself. We all need to out- stop saying that only women have emotions. It's like saying only women are human. What are men?
3: They,
2: they feel real too. So we're gonna we're gonna make sure that we get every man we know to go to that page. That's our homework too. Tell your sons, your significant other, sisters, oh, your husbands, yeah. boyfriends, to get. I want that man cave Facebook page to Yo, blow. blow up. Blow up. We all dealing with life. Yep. We all dealing with struggles, but we all also got a hope in Christ, and there is beauty in community.
1: It up.
2: Be. There's beauty in community. So y'all get your brothers, church, get your men's groups into the man cave conversations. Get your women's groups into Girl Chat Weekly. Listen, even better. Pastors, reach out to friends.
1: Come yes. on the show give Peter. your
2: words of wisdom to a group of men. Come on. That's ministry. That's ministry too. The brothers need to see other brothers being able to talk, have a safe space. Come on. We're going to all get healed up in trailblazers with a yes, Z radio. We're going to all be healed. You hear me? Every area of wellness is about to shift for all of us. And I don't know about you, but I'm ready. So we did point one on my notes list. We got about six points to go. Amen. So this is going to be a series. But we're going to release a few different things. Next time we are talking about Acceptance of the current me, which doesn't mean that I don't want to improve. Acceptance of the current me, which doesn't mean that I don't want to improve. You can't. Wow. You you want to love you right now. Right now, like I wore my arms out. I used to hate doing that, but I accept LHG in her auntie arms. That mean I can cook. Okay? <laughs> if you eating food and they ain't got on like this. <laughs> no. Never heard of that one, but okay. If you eating a good soul food dinner and they arm don't swing like this, yeah. Hey my mind do I got the jiggle? Just please. say, just say no, thank you. <laughs> I got
1: the jiggle too. They got they got some muscle going, but yeah, I got the little jiggle too.
2: I'm so sorry, yes. skinny, skinny arm ladies. I just I gotta see how y'all how y'all working in the kitchen. <laughs> we gotta get out of here. Coco is gonna is going to press out. Thank you, CEO, for being in the studio. I appreciate this team. This is my family. We we go hard in the pain for each other. Sunette, I'll see y'all next Tuesday. Well, tomorrow night. Uh, Tomorrow night for Simone. We got a busy week. We got all week. Tomorrow night for Simone's. You got to come back Thursday for My Life Has Destiny. And And then then Friday, Friday. because CEO does his. We bringing it every day. Just just put us in your every day. Okay? Just put Trailblazers, the radio in your every day. So you don't miss nothing. Set your notifications so you don't miss anything. All right? All right, Coco. I thank you as always for being my sister, for yeah. being someone I can lean on. Because I was like, I might need a, a shoulder with this show. Because I, y'all gonna look up. I'll be on the floor. All y'all see is my feet. What didn't happen to her? She laughed. We see her turban. That's all we see is a turban and an earring. What, <laughs> what <then> happened? Always <laughs> thank a pleasure, sister.
1: All right. Been- Um, so I'm going to say, first of all, father, I thank you for bringing us back together. Once again, I thank you just for you simply being who you are. I ask you right now, oh God, that you first and foremost, forgive us though, for anything that we may have done that was not of your liking, anything that was thought or acted upon that was not like you. I ask you that you even blot out our transgressions, God so that we may be able to move forward in what you have called us to do. But God, I ask you that you meet every need, that you provide every provision, because you said that your promises were yes and amen. So I know that you have the yes to somebody's need on tonight. I thank you, God, for LHG's life. I thank you for the ministry that you have placed in her hands. I thank you for the life of everybody that is in her comment section. on tonight now god i ask you that you single them all out and let them know how much you love them how much you care about them and god i ask you that you allow your super to meet their natural on tonight god i thank you for what you're going to do for what you have already done and for what you will continue to do thank you for your keeping power Mm -hmm. and again we will forever be ever so kind to give you all glory honor and praise In Jesus name. Amen. Yolanda, sweetheart, I need you to inbox me, baby.
0: Love you. We love y'all. Good night.